Good morning, Pastor David and Grace Church, Shalom, and uh, such a privilege to be asked and invited to address you on this Sunday morning, especially in this triumphant conference. Uh, such a joy to be able to speak to you, and I bring you greetings from our church in Klang, and uh, uh, let me go straight to the point of how and why it's so necessary to be passionate about uh, our, our about this season that, that God has placed us in. You know, passion is such an important thing. If we are to triumph in this life, in this season, in, during this pandemic season, we, we still need to be passionate about what God is saying, what God is doing in our midst. And uh, when a person is passionate, you can hear it in their voice, you can also see it in their eyes. You can also see the way they walk. Why? Because there is a spring in the way they walk. And they are passionate about what they are, they are intending to do for God. So this morning, of course, passion is an intense emotional excitement. That's what Webster Dictionary says. It's an intense emotion compelling us to action. It's a strong desire and devotion to some object, activity, or concept. And uh, opposite of passion, unfortunately, is indifferent, apathy, cold, detached, passive. And we want to be passionate for God in this season. No matter what these circumstances, no matter what this pandemic is saying to us, we live by a different set of rules. We live by the Spirit. We live according to God's Word. And it is necessary that we be passionate about what God is saying to us in this season. And, and, and let me list out a few things why passion is so necessary especially in these days and season that we are living in. Number one, passion is the oxygen to our soul. It's like when there is no passion, life becomes lifeless. We become, you know, listless. And secondly, passion energizes our life. When we are passionate about things, when we are passionate about God, you see, you can sense it in our voices, you can sense it in the way we talk, and that's why it's so necessary to be passionate about the things that we are pursuing. Passion propels us towards greatness in life. If we are to achieve greatness in life, we must have passion. Otherwise, we will never get there. Passion changes our attitude. You see that when we are passionate about something, we have the can-do attitude. Why? Because passion changes the way we think. Passion changes our behavior. When we are passionate about things, we talk about things. We pursue, we make time, we discipline ourselves for the things that we love to do. And passion is contagious. Man, you need to surround 
ourselves, we need to surround ourselves with people who are passionate because their passion will rub on us. Our passion will rub on them. And so we need to be around passionate people, those who love God, those who are excited about what God is doing even in this pandemic season. They are passionate about what God is saying. Passion is a positive obsession. You know, we are positively impact because passion will make us think and consume because we have something ahead of us. Unfortunately, obsession is a negative passion. When we become too observed, there is that negative, negativity. And so passion increases our willpower. And the Bible tells us this in Romans chapter 12, verse 11, never be lacking in passion, but keep your spiritual favor serving the Lord. Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord. Keep your passion towards Him boiling hot radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let him feel with excitement as you serve him. That's the Passion Translation. And then Mark tells us this in Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And you are to love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, with every thought that is within you, and with all your strength. This is the great and the supreme commandment. Again, I'm reading this from the Passion, uh, the passion Translation. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 tells us, Whatsoever you do, do it with all your heart as unto the Lord, not as unto men. We are created with the ability to be passionate. We are all passionate about something. The honesty, honest truth is we are all passionate about something. Some of us are passionate about sports. They can make time for sports. When there is a live telecast, no matter how late or how early in the morning, they will be up to watch it. Some of us are passionate about food. And when we talk about food, they are willing to go the length and the bread to a certain restaurant or certain shop to find food because they are passionate. And some of them, when they talk about food, there's a glow in their eyes, there's an excitement. Why? Because, you know, things begin to light up, lighten up. Why? Because they are passionate about food. And, and all of us are passionate about something. Traveling, shopping, passion, cars, and big bikes, Pastor David, and gardening, gadgets, and, and there's so many things in life that we can be passionate about. And so, why then do we, like, do we lack passion? Why then do people lack passion? There are passion killers in life. Number one, and that is unclear purpose. Whenever we come across a listless person where they are detached from life, they are passive, 
they are no longer passionate about things around them, then you and I realize that something is wrong somewhere. Why? Because many a times it has to do with unclear purpose. Someone once said this, chase your passion, not your pension. You see, many of us in life, you know, we are waiting for our retirement so that we can get the pension. But if we can change the way we think, we pursue our passion, not just waiting for our retirement age to get pension, then life will be different. In fact, there was a survey done, you know, among 142 countries and they discover surprisingly only 13% or one-eighth of all employees are excited about their work. Can you imagine? We spend one-third of our life working and only 13% look forward to getting up in the morning to you know, go to work, more than 80 over percent don't have the passion about their work, about their career. And, and this is sad. Can you imagine spending one third, more than one third of our life in doing things that we, we are no longer passionate about? And, and it is so important. And, and, and nothing great is ever achieved without passion. And it is so important that we need passion. And so when we don't have an unclear purpose, that will kill the passion in our life. I want to urge you, if we are to be triumphant in this pandemic season, you know, the world is coming under a gloomy spell, but the people of God should be rising up in spirit. Why? We are not subjected to all these numbers that are screaming at us. You know, sometimes when we are not careful, you know, our, our daily obsession is to look at the numbers and, and, and how many numbers are affected by this COVID-19. Instead, we should be asking God, God, how are we to triumph in this season? And, and I want to encourage you, if you have a clear purpose, you know, we can be passionate. We can be excited about what God is doing among us. So I encourage you to be passionate to have a clear path, clear purpose of what God wants us to do. And every church needs to find that. In the midst of all this storm, we need to be able to navigate, navigate through this storm and find God's purpose that we are going through. Secondly, unbalanced schedule. And, 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 and this is important. Sometimes we are no longer passionate because we're either overwork or underwork. Either way, we tend to lose our passion. Apathy is not a state of mind. Apathy is a state of heart. And, and enthusiasm and persistence can make an average person superior. But indifference and liturgy Lethargic can make a superior person average. And, 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 and we need to know that when we are consumed by passion, we are excited about our future. When we are consumed by our passion, 
There is no hardship that can stand in our way because we are determined to see through. And so, let me share with you a few things about being passionate. Number one, being passion, passionate has nothing to do with age. Sometimes we get the idea that as we get older, uh, uh, you know, we, don't, we no longer share the same passion as we were young before. But this is not true because I, I read in Joshua chapter 14, verse 6, it tells us, Joshua now stood before Moses and they were at a crossroad. And, and, and this is what Joshua said. Now then, just as the Lord promised, he has kept me alive. Can you imagine? He's saying this to Moses. 45 years since the time Moses said this to me. While Israel moved about in the desert, so here am I, 85 years old. I'm still as strong as the day Moses sent me out. I am just as vigorous to go out to battle as I was then. And so you can see here, passion has nothing to do with age. Caleb, 85 years old, is still asking for mountain. You know, sometimes the world tells us, you know, once you reach 60, you are senior citizen. And, and if not careful, you know, senior citizen becomes senile citizen. We forget what God can do through us. And I pray that this morning, you know, we'll be all charged up with passion. We'll be filled up with passion again. Don't let your age dictate how you should live your life for God. Caleb, 85 years old, all right, he was still eager to ask for mountain. And we all know, reading Joshua chapter 14, he got the mountain. And I want to encourage us who are listening in, don't let age slow us down. Find something that fuel your passion that we can serve God again. And I want to encourage you uh, uh, this morning, all right, be passionate. Secondly, being passionate has nothing to do with personality. You see, sometimes we, we, we tend to attribute, you know, passionate people as those who are extrovert, they are outgoing personality, but this has nothing to do with our personality. In fact, you know, Paul writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 said, For this reason, I remind you to fan up into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. You know, Timothy, we were told, you know, tend to withdraw because of his personality. And here is the elder, the Apostle Paul telling Timothy, you know, Timothy, don't allow yourself to come to that stage because the Spirit of God is the one that fuels us to be passionate for God. And so many times we give excuses, you know, Pastor, I'm, I'm not that, you know, I don't have that kind of a personality. I'm not an outgoing person. It has nothing to do with personality. 
if the passion of God comes into your life, you'll find there is no stopping you because you know why? We are consumed by something more powerful, something higher than we have. And so it is important that we understand passion. Thirdly, passion has nothing to do with circumstances. You know, many a times, you know, we, we, we think, especially in this pandemic season, how can we remain passionate? How can we remain positive? How can we be triumphant when everything around us is falling apart? Every, you know, there are job laws and, and, and there are things that we cannot explain. And, and this pandemic is, you know, really, you know, affecting every level of community. How can we be triumphant? I want to encourage you that, you know, when we are passionate about God, no circumstances can put us down. For example, in, in, uh, in Acts, we read Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas were thrown in the prison after you know bringing uh, people into the uh, to, to the kingdom of god and they were kept in prison we read in acts chapter 16 at midnight they began to sing unto the lord it's difficult to be passionate in a prison but yet paul and silas did not allow the circumstances they were in. In fact, they rose above that circumstances and began to sing unto the Lord. And you know what? God came. God intervened. There was an earthquake. Supernatural thing began to take place. Salvation came to the jailer and his household. You'll find that when we begin to be passionate for God, God will begin to move. And even in this pandemic, you know, we, we, can be, we can be passionate. And when we are passionate, we are really asking God to come into our circumstances. How can we be triumphant? Be passionate for God because when we are, God comes into our picture and supernatural thing begins to take place. I urge you this morning, be passionate because we know our passion does not come from our emotion. Our passion comes from God. And, and, and I encourage you this morning, don't let your circumstances. I know it has been pretty tough for some of us here. You know, things are not working as well as before, but I want to urge you to be passionate irregardless of what is happening around you, be passionate for you and I will see the day of deliverance coming from God. Just as Paul and Silas, they remain passionate, God sent, all right, God sent the supernatural. And so it is important, you know, and then later, it was not a one-time thing. Later, again, Paul was thrown into prison. You know, uh, Many of us haven't been in a prison. Uh, it's hard to explain the condition of a prison. And yet, the Apostle Paul, when he was thrown into a prison again for the sake of the gospel, he again did not allow the prison life, the prison environment to affect his passion. Now, many of us know the prison epistle and what what are they? Ephesians, Colossians, 
Philippians, Philemon. These are classified, categorized as prison epistle. And yet, you and I know when we read the book of Philippians, joy is the key word. You know, again, again, I say to you, rejoice. Here is coming from a man who is writing these words from a prison. I say unto you, again, I say to you, rejoice. And, and it's such a positive book, Philippians. Same thing with Ephesians. If you look at the, the, the words of Ephesians, you, you realize that, man, it's amazing. The words, the scripture is coming from a man. He wrote it from prison. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. You know, and, 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 and for, for us to read, if we don't understand the background, we, we don't understand actually Paul was writing these words from a prison. He was passionate about what the revelation that God has given him, he did not allow the circumstances. And, and many times it's very difficult. You know, we, we cave in to the things that we see. We, we cave in to negative news. And, and it, it is hard to be positive in these days. But I want to encourage you, we can be triumphant in, in the strength of the Lord. And that's why later he wrote to the Ephesian Christian, be strong in the might of our Lord. And what a passionate appeal to the Ephesian Christian. In fact, to the Philippians Christian, he was saying, I can do all things to Christ who strengthened me. What a powerful words. And, and we, we memorize those words, right? Why? Because Paul wrote it from a prison. He refused to allow the environment to dictate how he should be passionate for God. The same with us this morning. To all of us who are listening in, I appeal to you, be passionate. Why? Because passion comes from God. Joy of the Holy Spirit is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And, 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 and to remain triumphant and positive and vibrant, we need the joy of the Lord. And I encourage you, don't allow the circumstances that we are in uh, to dictate to us how we should live for God. And, and finally, passion has nothing to do with gender. Why? Because many a times we, we think that, you know, uh, maybe uh, the men should be the one that are supposed to be out there. No. In fact, I read in the gospel, you find, in the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, it was the woman who remained last at the cross, and they were the first at the tomb. You don't find the man, with the exception of John the Apostle, who stood at the cross, recorded for us in John chapter 19. But the woman was steadfast and faithful to the Lord right to the very last breath. The women were there and they were passionate for, for Christ. And then after he rose from the dead, three days later, the women were also the very first to be at the tomb. You'll find passion has nothing to do with gender. Passion is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. 
the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, temperament, self-control. And, and, and these are the fruit that we should make, we should bear in our Christian life. And so I want to encourage you this morning. How can we be passionate? All right. Begin to really immerse ourselves in the Holy Spirit. And, and, and this is very interesting time that we are living in. Why? Because for most of us, we have never crossed this way before, like the words of Joshua. You know, before they cross over to River Jordan, we have never crossed this way before. Keep our eyes upon the ark, and that will be an encouragement. Why? The whole world is going through this dark period. We have never walked this way before, but our encouragement is keep our eyes upon the Lord, Keep being passionate for the Lord. And I believe when we are passionate, you know, God, the Holy Spirit will fuel us up and we can be triumphant. The world is looking at the church. The world is looking at us. How we can be passionate. What makes us different from people around us? Can we remain positive? Can we triumph? over this difficult period that we are all facing, what separates us from the rest? And I want to encourage you, is passion. Be passionate for God. Because when you are passionate, people can hear it in our voices. When we are passionate, people can see it with their eyes. When we are passionate, People can feel the passion. And so I encourage you, wherever you are this morning, let those people around us feel the passion of God that is coming out from us. Why? Because with that, we can overcome. We can overcome. Uh, Jesus said, in, in this world, I have overcome the world. And so we want to encourage you this morning, and, and allow me to pray for you this morning, wherever you are. And, and thank you again for this privilege. I, I, I thank Pastor David for this honor again. And, and I, I want to pray that we will all be passionate wherever we are, that God will place upon our heart the joy of the Holy Spirit. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for all who are listening and Lord, Lord watching this, from wherever they are, in Jesus' name, I pray that, Lord, their eyes will be upon you, not upon the circumstances. Their eyes will be fixed on you, Lord, not around, Lord, the things that are happening. Instead, Lord, we will be steadfast, we will be filled with passion because we know we are people of power, we are people of passion. The joy of the Lord is our strength, and, Lord, Carry us, Lord, with this passion that, Lord, we can be triumphant in this season that has come upon this earth. That, Lord, among all that is taking place, Lord, we can be triumphant people. Well, we know that you are raising up a people that are full of power, full of passion, that can make a difference in the world that we are living in. And so in Jesus' name, we pray, whatever need, whatever 
circumstances we may be in, Lord, we will rise up strong, believing that the Spirit of God is the one that energizes, the Spirit of God is the one that fuels us, that we can be triumphant in this hour, in this day. Be blessed, Lord, we ask the people of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.